Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you are watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. IEM Approach is a holistic approach to personal growth and development. We believe at the core of our message, at the core of what we're doing, that all men are created equal. All men are created equal, and they are endowed with special gifts. They are endowed with special abilities by their creator, that they have great potential in them. And given the right circumstances and given the right environment, they will rise up and become all God created them to be. We have a positive message. We have a message of hope. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And the three things I will ask of you today. The first thing is that share this broadcast, invite other people to join us. And the other thing is subscribe to my YouTube channel. I encourage you to, you are going to receive a lot of content that will help you not only discover the potential that is already in you, but it's going to equip you to know how to unleash the great potential that God has deposited in you. The third thing and the last thing I would like you to do is get a copy of Racism. Where is your sting? Racism, where is your sting? A provocative look at the beginning and the end of racism. We are not at the mercy of racism. We can overcome. We have what it takes to say no to racism, to put an end to racism. Somebody said racism is going to be here forever. That statement will only remain true if we decide not to do something about it. I have not been, my hand has not been amputated or any other part of my body, but I've heard that there's something called a phantom arm or a phantom leg or a phantom finger, depending which body part has been amputated. What I've been told is that your leg is amputated, and once in a while, you can still feel that that leg is there. It's a memory in your brain telling you about what that leg used to do or something like that. Racism is a phantom. We can put an end to it. And that is why I am having this conversation. That is why I wrote the book. I'm not here to pass the blame game. I'm here to provide a simple yet profound solution. I've been laying that case, and I'll continue to make the case in the coming weeks and months until we get to the solution, apply the solution, and put an end to racism. I started by laying a baseline, and the baseline is, we are all created equal in the 
image and likeness of God. That is ground zero. All men are created equal. We cannot stress this enough because if we don't have proper understanding of this baseline, it's going to be very difficult for us to forge our way forward. Nobody's skin color or the amount of melanin or the amount of pigmentation in somebody's skin determines their value, determines their worth, makes them superior or makes them inferior. You hear of the colored ones, but you never hear of the uncolored or the color, colorless one. Why are we so concerned with color? We're going to talk about that. But today, we are going to be touching on the role of mass media in spreading or propagating racism. The race of the mass media in propagating racism. We started from the beginning that God created our five senses to help us enjoy the great creation that he made for us. Unfortunately, the five senses became corrupted when Eve decided to hear information from the devil and looked at the forbidden fruit, ate the forbidden fruit, and our senses forever were changed. Mass media, as we're going to see, is using the sense of sight and hearing to program the world for us. And that's why we have to be wary of the images that we're taking and the information that we listen to. I'm not here to bash mass media. I'm just going to state what it is so that as we stand up against racism, we are going to understand some of the avenues through which this faulty information is being spread and how to stop it. We live in uh, the so-called, uh, uh, yeah, is the information age. A lot of information is traveling across the group. However, we have a few major actors, such as Google and Facebook, Twitter, that control the traffic. And at times, they introduce bias. I'm saying that these big companies who, who um, control the traffic, we've heard a lot about uh, fact checking. When I, when I say they introduce bias, I've personally been censored for no good reason. When this book was released, I tried to buy ads on Facebook. I was rejected. I went on Amazon and I tried to buy ads. I was rejected. I tried Instagram. I was rejected. 
And the reason they gave did not make sense. You can't say it's a sensitive issue. What makes it sensitive? Who determines what we need to talk about? Who determines the conversation that we need to have? You can see how these big social media platforms in their quest to moderate, in their quest to control what is being said, they introduce bias. My book is a positive message. I'm not blaming people. I'm just stating the facts. I'm pointing that there is hope. Racism is dead. We can defeat it. It's not impossible to overcome this obstacle. And it's important to talk about these big companies. Why? Because a lot of people try to use, they use their platforms to spread whatever message they have. If the companies keep messing and mingling with information being disseminated, they will introduce bias. That is why mass media is guilty of propagating stereotypes that perpetuate racism because of selective programming and partial reporting. Who determines the angle at which each story is told from? What is agenda? What is the agenda? Are they reporting the news the way it happened? Or we have spin that is placed on whatever information has been disseminated to achieve nefarious ends. And that is why each time you watch something, even what I'm presenting, you must ask this question. What is the agenda of the presenter? What is the agenda of the news outlet? What is the agenda of the newspaper? Who is the owner? What is their worldview? Can they be neutral? Is that possible? Why are they reporting the story? Why are they tilting that story to a particular direction? I say this because you hardly hear news about people living in harmony. But if one person gets killed, it's all over the news. The mass media are experts in disseminating bad news. Bad news sells. You need to know that. And that is why we are bombarded day in, day out with negative information that is not healthy for us. That is why I turn off the tube and I select what I watch. I'm neither for the validated news channels. I select what I watch. And I watch something because I have an agenda that I want to achieve as well. Don't allow yourself to be programmed, manipulated by mass media because they have an agenda. You must know what the agenda is. See, they pick and choose what news items to broadcast. 
And for the sake of ratings, the news focuses on aspects that have a certain appeal to segments of the society at the expense of other members of the society. It's very appealing to pitch the white against the black. Yes. Although we have to change the terminology, there's nobody that is as white as a white sheet of paper, as we're going to see, nobody as black, as a color black. But you know, we've heard it so much that it's very difficult to walk away from it. But we have to eventually do. People have names. Why do we have to put all these labels? We pitch them against each other. Oh, look at what the white man has done. Look at what the black man has done. We keep fighting. Why the ratings are going up and they're making of money off of our misery. Each time you turn on the news and are reporting something, ask yourself, what are they trying to achieve? Are they stirring the pot for more fighting so that the ratings go out, more people watch it? Or are they trying to inform? Are they bringing healing? Are they bringing hope? Or they're tearing us down? Together, we can turn off the influence of mass media in propagating lies, and information that is helping to divide us. Take the case of Africa. Take the case of Africa, which has been described as the dark continent, the white man's grave, to a place of extreme poverty, famine, disease, and death. When you turn on the TV, when you listen to the radio, when you read the newspaper, do you come across any positive stories on Africa? Do you read anything that is hopeful? Oh, no. 99% of the time is war, pillage, famine, poverty. Corruption, they paint a very negative picture about Africa. Yeah, the fact is that, yes, there is suffering, there is misery, there is famine in Africa. That is true. I'm not refusing that. But many people are also doing very well in Africa. The people that are well fed, People that are prosperous. And everybody is not living on trees or grass huts. As some in the West want everybody to believe. If you think the impact of mass media is not significant. I told you when I came to the United States, somebody asked me if we have houses in Cameroon. Somebody has asked me. If we have lions and giraffes and donkeys and monkeys and chimpanzees and you name it, roaming the streets of our, of, of our cities, where did it get that information from? From Tazan or something? Mass media keeps perpetuating stereotypes and lies. The focus just on one side of the story. Africa is not a forsaken place and many other parts of the world, that when we zoom in 
our lens, we decide to focus on the things that will make those people look bad. It's not good. The question is this, why is it that so many news outlets only focus on what is wrong with Africa and Africans, but not what is right in Africa? What is our agenda? What are they trying to achieve? That when, they, when the focus on Africa, you only see hurts, naked children. Have you watched those uh, World Vision commercials? Oh, the African kids are dying. I mean, you should know by now what the agenda is. They want to collect money. They want to collect money. And so they paint this picture of a desperate, poor, impoverished people that don't have any hope. It's a false image. This one-sided bias reporting has painted a picture of Africa that is false and distorted. The emphasis on the negative has programmed people's minds to have a false impression about Africa. Africa is one of the richest continents when it comes to natural resources. If it wasn't the case, there wouldn't have been any scramble for Africa. Europeans went to Africa, colonized it, because they wanted their raw materials. On the flip side, the images and stories that the West fits into Africa and the rest of the world are carefully staged. When you open the magazines, pictures are photoshopped. I mean, until I came to the West and saw real human beings, the pictures that I saw in magazines in Africa were very different from what I see here. These are words that should give an image of unparalleled prosperity, sophistication, and advancement. In, in fact, the picture of the world that has been presented is perfect and flawless that the rest of the world has bought into the lie that the world, that, the, that in the West, there are no problems. Some even think that there is no poverty and no homelessness and no suffering. Technological advances have solved all human problems. Is that true? Go to San Francisco, all the major cities in the United States, including my city here of Dallas, the homeless people sleeping on the streets, I went to uh, Washington uh, State uh, a few summers ago uh, in, in out there in the, in the uh, West Coast and was shocked at the amount of homelessness that I saw and the poverty that I see as I drive across the country. I've been, I've driven through 30 plus states, seen a lot, and the picture is not a picture of what I had when I was in Africa before I came to the West. And that is why the propaganda of mass media, of always focusing negative pictures from Africa, positive pictures from the West, is helping perpetuate the tensions that we are having. And I want all news consumers to be aware of that. When you watch anything, ask this one question, 
Who is behind this? What is the agenda? What are they trying to achieve? Don't just consume news without having a critical mind. Technology has not solved all the problems in the West. People still die. There is poverty. People are still suffering. The portrayal of people from different parts of the world is not limited to Africa alone. Most of the so-called third world or less developed or developing countries, for lack of a better word, are portrayed in a negative light. Some are developing countries, some are third world countries. Where are the second world countries? And some are first world countries? This language is a language of division. It's a language of subjugation. It's a language that perpetuates inferiority and superiority complex interplay, as I'm going to see. Who said some countries were third world? What, what does that mean? We share the same world. It's the same sun that comes out every day, the same oxygen that we breathe. What is the index that we use in classifying these countries that are third world? In what, what do we mean by that? Some are developed. In what sense? How did we get to the point where we, what are we using in measuring? And the criteria that we use in measuring, you can say the GDP, when we use this, what does that mean? It is a human being, uh, or what we need, just money? Is that why the suicide rate in the West is extremely high? Because we are making so-called advances at the expense of other things that make life worth living? It's time to have a frank conversation. Yeah, no, this is not very comfortable. I'm not trying to pick a fight. Just asking questions. That, you know, it's, it, we, we talk about these issues, but we never really get to the, to the root cause of what is happening. We cannot keep classifying some countries, third world countries, some first world, or I don't know where the second world are. It's so bad that it's not even a second world. What we have is, or maybe emerging economies may qualify as second world uh, 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 countries. But what I say is that the pictures we paint, the information we program people's minds with, determines how they act. Whoever decided some countries are third world, and some are developed, and some are not so developed, has contributed to some of the racial tensions across the globe. This is another thing that we will be touching on in later chapters. We are going to get into the depth of this point. Why are some countries classified the way they are classified? Who did that? What is their purpose? What is the agenda? What are they trying to achieve? All men are created equal. No matter where they are found on the face of the earth. It's basic. It's the truth. It's what it is. We have to believe it, propagate it, and talk about it. Mass media participate in perpetuating racism because of their bias reporting, because they pick and choose the stories that they focus on. Listeners and consumers of mass media, beware. Our five senses are the channels through which 
racism is transmitted. I've already talked about that. Therefore, any solution to the issue of racism that does not attack it at the level of the senses is hollow and will not yield any lasting results. Our belief system is shaped by the information that we consume. And that information comes in through a hearing and our sight. That is why King Solomon, one of the wisest kings that ever lived, says that above all else, guard your heart, for out of it springs the things of life. You need to guard that which you hear. You need to guard that which you consume. And mass media is not making it easy. We got into this trouble in the first place because if heard contra information to the instruction that was given to her, what are you hearing with regard to who you are? When I say hearing in this case, information that you are consuming through books, movies, when you watch movies, how are other people portrayed in the movie? The Africans, African-Americans, the Europeans, the Caucasians, the Asians. What is the interplay when, when, these, two, uh, 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 when these groups of people interact in the movies? What roles are assigned to who? What is the agenda behind the movie? What is the agenda behind the novel? What is the agenda behind the documentary? What are they trying to portray? What are they trying to achieve? You must ask that question. Because if you are programmed to believe that you are dumb, if you are programmed to believe that you are inferior, if you are programmed to believe that you are superior, if you are programmed to believe that you are smart, if you are programmed to believe that you are at the top, you are going to experience that reality because what we believe, I'm talking about our core belief system, what we've been programmed into our subconscious mind is going to take over us and determine the actions that we take. And the actions that we take will give us the result, the outcome of our lives. Do you? Do you believe that you've been created in the image and likeness of God? Do you believe that all men are created equal? Do you believe that the man is not superior to the woman and the woman is not inferior to the man? Do you believe that the woman is not superior to the man and the, and the, and, and, and the, and the man is not inferior to the woman? Do you believe there is neither Jew nor Gentile, there is neither Free, no, 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 male, no female, and that we are all one in Christ. Do you believe that we are all equal? What do you believe? Are the lies of the mass media that you are the child of a lesser God? What do you believe? Your belief system is going to determine 
the actions or the the actions you're going to take or the inaction is very critical to make sure you are believing the right thing. We're going to touch on slavery. That is why the slaves were prevented from reading. I'm not here to pass blame game. That's really not, not the objective. The objective is this. You have to consume the right information. Don't be ignorant. You've got to open the books and read. But read the right type of books. Don't read books that will make you angry and frustrated and vengeful and hateful because that's negative energy. It's going to destroy you. We've been talking about the role of mass media in spreading racism. And what I wanted to learn to know is that from today, henceforth, each time you listen to anybody, you watch any channel, be it Fox News, CNN, SNMBC, ABC, whatever the news channel, I don't care if it's uh, uh, liberal, conservative, whatever you, you label it. Do your homework. Always ask this question. What is their agenda? What are they trying to achieve? Do they have my best interest at heart? Or they're focusing on making money? Yeah, they're there to make money. I won't blame them for making money, but they're not going to make the money at the expense of my well-being, at the expense of my mind, at the expense of the image that I have about me and where I'm coming from. You have to draw the line on the sun. And when the news anchor comes on, or the reporter comes on, and they're trying to spin the news towards a certain direction, put in the bricks and say, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to go down that path. That is not true. Those generalized statements you are making is not true. It's not. It's not. Each time you make blanket, generalized statements about people, you risk being on the side of error because we are all different. We are very unique. You have to treat each case on its own merit. Africa is not one person. Europe is not one person. Asia is not one person. There are diverse cultures, ethnicities, and it's very important for us to move slowly and closely. Don't get lazy and allow the talking points of the media to shape and influence your worldview. Do your homework. Do your research. If you can read, you better be reading and make sure you understand the news behind the news. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't gotten a copy of this book, it's going to help you get more information so you can have a more level-headed and constructive conversation. If you listen to Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, stay tuned. and God. Bless you.
We're going to be talking about defining racism, defining ethnocentrism, defining tribalism, because all these words have a very important role to play in our understanding of the divisions that we're having among us right now. Thank you very much.